Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I could share from yourself. I just didn't do it right. I didn't get on. I guess we're in before it started. Okay. Super important. What a treat. Thank you. Thank you. Turn your mic on. Okay. Good morning, everyone. My name is Susan, and welcome to Unity Center for Positive Living. We are going to begin today with the daily word, and the word for today is kindness. I am love in action, sharing acts of kindness. It is my nature to be kind. Divine love is inherent within me, part of my spiritual identity. Opportunities abound to be kind. And I hold that intention today. Ideas will fill my mind, perhaps as a nudge to call a neighbor, send a note, extend a smile, or give a compliment. Practicing kindness includes sharing my gifts and talents in ways that allow me to express my individuality by giving of myself. Focusing on kindness, I am patient in all my dealings and resist easy judgments and prejudices. I am keenly aware that challenging situations can frustrate me, but I also welcome them as occasions to call upon my higher self as a loving, peaceful being. The more I practice kindness, the more easily it becomes the song of my heart and my way of life. And from Zechariah 7, 9, render true judgments, show kindness and mercy to one another. And we will sing our first great song this morning, accompanied by Joyce. And if you would join us in Surely the Presence, please. Yeah. 
to do whether you're here in the building or on Zoom. Hello neighbors. Yeah. Hi Fred. Hi Reed. Hi Donna Chair. Hi there. Sure, go for it. <laughs> Great. Because if you get up and do that, I can ring the bell, which is my favorite thing. <laughs> she likes to read the bell. You have plans this afternoon? Well, I'm going to make an announcement. Let's have a board meeting right now. Okay. Well, you Well, well, let me look. Everybody's going to go to their email. Well, they've got me. Thank <laughs> you. 
It's time for announcements. That this afternoon at two o'clock is um, Grandfather Roy Wilson's <coughs> medicine wheel teaching at two o'clock at Bear Raven. And um, I know we need a reader for next Sunday and for the last Sunday in July. And I know that Jerry wants to say something. Okay. Am I being heard right now? I yes, know. I hear you. Turn around and look at the camera. Kathy <laughs> and Boom. Yes. Look at Tom. Turn around. Look at Tom. Yeah. Talk into the camera. Right here. Right here. Okay. I'm going to call a special board meeting uh, right after church, yeah. which means Fred and uh, Irene, uh, you'll. Uh, uh, I appreciate your attending so we have a quorum. We're going to decide about the, the rough roofing project. Hopefully you all have gotten uh, 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 bids on that and uh, by email. And, and uh, if you can get, stick, sneak another peek at that or unless you have your mind made up, we got to make a decision today so we can get started. John is uh, concerned about uh, uh, if we don't get going on it, we won't get it done this year. So because of the... Uh, the the business of their roofing industry this time of year. Okay. So uh, stay tuned right after the church meeting, and John is going to set up our meeting. Okay, thank you, Jerry. <laughs> All right, if you would join me, please, in our unity statement. Oh, are there any other um, announcements? together we believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love we teach universal principles and values as taught by jesus and others revealing the one god presence we practice prayer meditation and service to be conscious of our oneness in god and our song of joy today is i have decided to follow jesus
Today, our reading is going to be given by Hallie. Yeah, Hallie. And here she comes. Today, I'm reading a couple of short readings from my very favorite author of Unity, I'd have to say. And this booklet is called I Am God's Song, and it's the inspired wisdom of James Dillard Freeman. So the first reading is called Be. Listen to life. And you shall hear the voice of life crying, be. What should you be? Be what you were made to be. You were made to be alive. You were made to love joy and be joy. You were made to be a son of God. God made you in his image. The impress of his spirit is on your every living cell. Aim at the highest, though you may not hit it. If you never aim beyond your reach, you will not grow. To be is to grow, and to grow is to aim beyond your reach. Growth is aspiration, and aspiration is the impulse to be what you were born to be. <laughs> Life is made for the high aimers. They are the true aimers. It is they who make all growth possible. Oh man, you are the spiritual seed of God. Grow as a tree grows, rising out of yourself as a tree rises out of itself. A redwood seed is very small to grow into such a gigantic tree. <clears throat> you are more than a redwood tree, for it has height and breadth and depth, but you have other dimensions. You are mind, you are spirit. Oh man, you were made to be the perfect man of God. And God said, be. This call if thoughts had shapes. If thoughts had shapes like things, I wonder what they'd be. Would wonder not be wings and reverie a sea? If hope looked like a seed, would lilies grow for grace? Would worry be a weed? Despair a barren space. Would thoughts of truth not find a rainbow's radiant, radiant form 
And would not peace of mind be sunlight after the storm? And love, what shape would show love patient, warm, and true? All you I love. I know that love would look like all of you. Thank you. Thank you, Sure, you're welcome. Now we will sing our meditation song. And if you have a hymnal, it's on 176. It is God is good. Joyce will play it through first. I am the power, 
and I am the glory of God, an eternal, immortal manifestation. All this I am. but it seems to be a lesson in seasons the last couple of months. As we talked about spring, and this month we're going to continue with seasons and talk about summer. Okay, summer's pretty great. So June, um, as we move from spring into summer, we transition from observing the birth of the world around us and into a time of growth. All right, so as we marveled at the new green shoots and the buds in the springtime, now we can marvel at the speed of growth of the all, all the things around us. Like how many times a week do you have to mow the lawn? Okay, during the month of June, it's kind of crazy. Now it dies off and turns brown by August, but in June, you gotta mow a lot, all right? So in the last month, I have watched the little tiny, pink wiggly birds that just hatched out of their eggs in the springtime, right? So we uncovered a nest while we were cleaning up the yard under a branch. And then we very carefully covered it with a large piece of bark and the mommy came back, yay. And those little tiny birds have now become bigger birds with feathers and things, right? And I get to terrify them and traumatize them because I ride my quad around, right? So we all know that I like to ride my quad around on my you know, a few acres, and now those little birdies, I'm helping them learn to fly. Because as I as I buzz down the trails, they go like this, and they flutter, and they move as fast as they can, and then they catch a little bit of wind, and they glide along the ground, and some of them can now manage to get up into the lower branches of the trees. I'm helping them, you see. Scare them into flight. Yes. So we have, we have our lovely little birds, and we have all of the green around us still, and it hasn't quite died off yet, which, yay, I like that. So each day, those little birds, they catch a little more wind, and uh, they catch those lower branches. And I know this again because I scare them on a regular basis. And so June is this time of growth. And as a kid, um, we spent a lot of time in the summers in Oregon with some cousins of mine. They own several hundred acres of farmland in the Willamette Valley. And we would go after school got out, which would be generally June, June-ish, early July. And you know, one day you'd be looking out at those fields of strawberries and they'd have flowers on them. And the next day it seemed you had to pick them. They grew that fast, this growth that we have through the summertime. And so we have all of this and it's wonderful and it's amazing. And summertime is when it happens. So 
Speaking of summer, how many of us celebrated the official start of summer this past week? Yes. I don't just mean those of us that finally got out of school this week <laughs> and got to do the happy dance as we walked away from our classrooms. All right, yes, Miss Joyce is with me. Um, but those of us that had some kind of a solstice celebration, all right? So we're gonna talk a little bit about the solstice. So although it is, um, you know, the end of school is a cause of celebration, I am talking about the summer solstice, the celebration of the longest day of the year. So this is frequently referred to as midsummer as it is the middle of the growing season in much of Europe. Um, it is at this time that everything around us is growing like weeds, including the weeds, right? Midsummer or solstice celebrations traditionally have a bonfire. How many of us had a bonfire with our solstice celebrations? Nice. All right. Anyone, um, so you have those fires. The fire is a symbol of renewal. You know that? It's a symbol of renewal. Now, we celebrate that at the beginning of the year. We burn those things that we're ready to let go of, right? So one of the things that I learned is that this is actually a fairly common practice in this midsummer as well, because it is the midpoint. It's time to let go of some of those things that maybe we had decided at the beginning of the year, but you know what? They're not really working for us, so we'll let them go here at the mid-year. So this is our chance to burn or let go of our shoulds and realign with the fire of the heart and what is most meaningful and renewing to us. This is the midpoint of the year is a natural time to reflect on our path, this journey that we are on around the sun and make any course corrections that are needed. Of course, Europe is not the only place on this beautiful rock that is hurling through space that celebrates the summer solstice, okay? So our book, Living Gratitude, she mentions many different traditions and religions that have celebrations around this time of the year. We're going to hone in on just the two, our midsummer, and in our Asian counterpart, we have in ancient China, the summer solstice celebrates the earth, the feminine, and the yin forces, which is the counterpart to the, the winter solstice, which celebrates the heavens, masculinity, and the yang forces, all right? The balance of yin and yang forces is considered essential in Asian societies. So I always thought it was yin and yang. It's not. It's yin and yang. There's no G on the yin. Just so you know, <laughs> some clarification there. Okay. So the balance of yin and yang forces is considered essential in Asian societies. This balance is particularly important in relationships. Okay. Um, in a Buddhist meditation technique called Nekan, maybe butchering that, N-A-I-K-A-N. Uh, a self-reflection <laughs> process is designed to cultivate gratitude and help us see the reciprocal quality of relationships. So June or midsummer, this midpoint of the year is a perfect and natural time to engage in this reflective practice. So again, that opportunity to reflect at the mid-year and make those pivots and those changes that we may need to. Um, as we go through the second half of our year. And so this reflection process requires us to ask three different questions around our relationships. Now, when we're talking relationships, those can be those romantic relationships, those friendships, maybe your relationship with work, maybe your relationship with, with situations in your life. 
but taking some time to reflect on three questions around those relationships. One of them is what have I received from? What have I received from that relationship, from that person, from that experience in life, from that particular situation? What have I given to it? And the one that's hard and difficult to face is the what troubles and difficulties have I caused? Not just what you've experienced, but what have you caused? And taking the time to look at those relationships in your life and consider what have I received from it? That gives you that time to reflect in gratitude. Saying what have I given gives you an opportunity to reflect on what it is that you contribute to the world around you. And then what troubles and difficulties have I caused? That is that realistic and honest look at what it is that you do and how it impacts the world around you, the people and the circumstances of your life, because you do have an impact on what happens around you, right? Absolutely. And so taking this practice at the mid-year is a good time to really reflect on those relationships and what it is that you are contributing to them. So that if need be, you can make some changes along that path. The practice of Nikon, reflecting on our relationships in this way, strengthens and balances um, the giving and receiving in all of our relations. It not only cultivates gratitude, but reinstates equanimity. So June, our month of June says the power of equanimity. And I'll be honest, I was like, what is equanimity? It starts with that EQU, which tells me maybe it has something to do with equality, but it was, that's what I read at first, but no, it's equanimity. So I had to take some time to figure out what that means. So our book, however, tells us, and it's buried in the chapter, right? It tells us June offers a month to practice equanimity. Now, okay, we're getting there. The experience of nothing lacking, and of accepting all things as they are. Equanimity is the state of mental and emotional stability and composure arising from a deep awareness and acceptance of the present moment. Okay, I can handle that, all right? We're in our moment, we're okay with it, all right. However, that is not good enough. There is an actual definition and I must find out what that is, so I did. Okay, so on the magical internet di dictionary, it says that it's a noun. So we'll start there. It's a noun. It is a mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. Okay. So that's, that's where the key is. It's not just the acceptance of the moment, but it's accepting the moment even the difficult ones, with calmness, composure, and evenness, right? In Christian philosophy, equanimity is considered essential for carrying out the virtues of gentleness, temperance, and charity. This is where I'm going to get, as my mother would say, a little woo-woo, all right? <laughs> because there was one word there that really stood out to me, and it was temperance, all right? And the reason why the word temperance stands out to me is because some of you may know, I went a little over the deep end um, during COVID and I acquired many decks of tarot cards, oh. okay? <laughs> However, the one that I originally had was the Mythic Tarot, okay? 
this particular card was my favorite and I will pass them around momentarily was my absolute favorite and it's temperance. And so I told myself, oh, that must be wise because this particular beautiful card really spoke to me. Now, before I go on to talk about temperance and tell you all about my beautiful tarot cards, I'm going to pass them around so that you can kind of pass them around and check them out, okay? All right. Take a look. Y'all can share one. Y'all can share. Oh, I ran out. Okay, move on. There we go. Okay. All right. Now, if you happen to be interested in the glories of tarot, I brought all of mine. <laughs> They're downstairs. I brought the whole box and I put them on the table. I bought a few books. If you wanted to kind of look through them and check out the art, which of course to me is the most astounding part of it, you are welcome to kind of pick through them, but please put them all back together. And then there are little shelves for the belong. Okay. All right. So temperance and the tarot. Okay. We're getting woo-woo and we're going off script here. Kind of, because I have a script. Okay. So I latched onto this word temperance. And so the card that I love is the one that Miss Susan has, and that is from the Mythic Tarot. And it's full of rainbows and a beautiful winged figure, and it's loveliness, right? And so I latched onto that word. So in tarot, temperance is about balance, okay? It's about balance, moderation, and patience. And there are some tarot decks that I have, and I didn't bring. Um, there was one in particular, and I didn't bring it because the word itself is patience, not temperance. So I left that one at home. I also have an oracle deck that has a card for balance, and I left that one at home as well. But just so you know, some decks have different names for them, and these ones, these words still hold true. So temperance also speaks to the potential imbalance and excess, a need for self-healing and realignment. Okay. So this is that calm in the face of difficulty. Temperance is that taking that time to find that balance and seeing both the good and the bad. So there are some common symbolism of temperance in the tarot. So if you look at your lovely little cards and you can pass them around as I said, you'll find that on most of them, you'll find these, these pieces of symbolism. The sun and the moon representing the masculine and the feminine. God, no, sorry gold and silver chalices that are representative of fire and water and again the sun and the moon you'll find some kind of flow usually water the flow of life there's one out there and it's it's red and blue it's like fire and ice all swirly swirly it's pretty fabulous most of the time it has an androgynous like character on it that is both masculine and feminine at the same time Many of the most traditional ones, you'll find a triangle inside of a square. I've got a couple of those out there. And that is the humans is the triangle and the earth is the square. And it is meaning that the humans exist within natural law. Many of them, you will find that there's one foot firmly on land and there is one foot tipped in the water. And this is meaning that we need to be both grounded and in the flow at the same time. So there's a lot of balancing happening in temperance and equanimity. Now for the next few weeks, as you practice living in equanimity, in balance, in temperance, I want you to reflect on the words of Lao Tzu. If you look to others to, for fulfillment, 
you will never be truly fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize nothing is lacking, the whole world belongs to you. The state of equanimity opens us to a state of gratitude, allowing us to see more clearly the blessings in our life. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, today's meditation is a take on listen, beloved, and I am listening from the messages you used to hear. Okay, so follow along with me, ladies and gentlemen, settle comfortably in your space. Gently close your eyes, take a deep breath, and another, turn your attention inward, seek the center of your physical being, where you will find a light, this light may be faint, or may be bright as the sun. It is warm and it is welcoming. As you enjoy this light, this warmth, listen. As you listen, the light and warmth begin to communicate. Do you hear me? I am speaking to you, not in words, but in your innermost heart, in the silence of your soul. Says, I am the Christ in you. I speak, and it is not I, but the Father within you who speaks. I am the Christ in you, the beloved of the Father in you. Do you hear me? I am speaking now. I'm speaking to you of infinite possibilities that are before you, of wonderful powers that are within you. I am speaking to you of mysteries of the spirit, of everlasting love, of unending eternal life. I am speaking to you of inner reality and outer realization. I am speaking to you of greatness and goodness, of dreams fulfilled, of prayers answered, of appreciation of things present, of anticipation of things to come. Listen, beloved. You are now in communion with your Christ. You respond. Oh, loving Christ, I am listening. Listening with all my being. Listening with intensity of concentration. I hear your voice within me strong and sure and clear. And it says to me, I am that in you which never falters, never fails. I am that in you which is strong and steady. I am that in you which gives you strength and courage and overcoming power. I bring balance, I bring temperance, I bring equanimity. I hear you, O loving Christ. I am renewed in faith, I am inwardly strengthened. I am filled with confidence. I expect good and right outcomes at every situation. I expect difficulty to be melted away. I expect mountains to move aside. 
possible. I can do all things through you, O loving Christ, I am resting. I invite you to carry that light and that will with you in the weeks to come until I see you again and speak of gratitude. Thank you. Thank you, Eileen. It is great to celebrate this time of year and always um, to think about balance. And I'm really looking forward to seeing those gorgeous cards. I, I, I know the artwork is fantastic on them. It's time now for our offer. And we want to continue to thank those who have sent checks to the church by mail. And you can continue to do that at 800 South Pearl Street in Centralia, 98531. And also, you can donate on our website at unityofcentralia.net. So, we also thank you for the ways that you give of your time and talent. And let's say our offering prayer together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. say our blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And it's time for our healing prayer. If you would like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, just speak out their name or hold them quietly in your hearts. How about John? Good job. Okay. Um, can we see if there's anyone on here? Nope. Okay. 
So we especially hold today, John was here with us in the church, Patty Kaya. And Sandy Attaway. And we pray for those around the world who are. The Susan Clue story. Susan Clutis story about her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Tom is um, referring to Susan Clutis thanking us for her prayers. You might recall a few months ago, um, she had a big scare and um, scanning and all that um, was going to lead to some surgery and when she went back in the meantime we all and other people from her spiritual center and her friends are praying for her and when she went back to have that final MRI there was nothing there and she said well I always do prayer work but now I really know. So yes, we're we're working at it right here. So yeah. So we pray for those people who have been mentioned already. We pray for the people in our community and around the world who are unhoused and displaced. And we continue as always to pray for peace on earth. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. And together we will say our prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And I would like to thank the people who made this all possible for us today. Eileen and Joyce and Hallie and Johnny and Tom. And yeah. Um, I really love those chariot images. So I'm going to get that song figured out here soon. I'll never get those high notes, but I can at least get the rest of it. Um, next week, our speaker will be Dr. Daria Sanchez, and I believe she's back in our neighborhood, so I don't know if she'll be here or not, but she's back in Lewis County. And I think that's everything. So, of course, thank you to you who are here in the church and those of you who are on Zoom. And we're going to sing our peace song. And then we have some um, items downstairs to share. And don't forget the special board meeting right after. Okay, circle up. Here we go.
taking an oblong, not a 30.